Hello, and welcome to Growing Wisdom. This is another podcast I'm doing in addition to my Weather Wisdom, which is a daily podcast of the weather around southern New England, and we talk about northern New England a bit, but this podcast is really going to focus on the outdoors. I hope to focus on things like how to grow tomatoes, how to take care of your lawn, how to prune trees, what roses you should plant, perhaps a couple of recipes that involve some of the food that you end up growing. But today I want to talk about lawns specifically. It's early spring, and as I speak to you from my office, I'm looking out at my front lawn, and I can see that right now it's beginning to green up. It's fairly thick, although some of the squirrels continue to run around in there and dig for some of the acorns they buried over the fall, and that has aerated some of it, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, although it doesn't look that great. So in the spring here in the northern section of the United States, it's really a time to assess your lawn to clean it up a little bit if you need to, take off some of the twigs, the leaves, some of the dead stuff that might linger from the winter. But it's also a time to not do a few things. And some of the things you don't want to do during the spring, at least in my opinion, is completely start a new lawn. And and the reason for that is that in the spring, the soil takes a little while to warm up. And by the time it gets warm enough for that seed to germinate, The other thing that's happening is you're also getting some of the weed seeds to germinate. So new lawns actually, although you can start them in the spring, it's preferred to start them in the fall. And the reason why you should start them in the fall is that the soil is fairly warm. You can keep the weeds out a little bit easier. The grass germinates quite quickly. It thickens up and it just provides a stronger lawn for the following spring. The other thing that happens if you put seed down right now is very often it will germinate, and then we get into drier and warmer periods of the spring and summer, and unless you are really diligent in watering your lawn, a lot of that new grass will end up dying, and you end up having to start all over again in the fall anyway. So I do sometimes what we call overseed in the spring. So if you have a lawn that needs a little bit of thickening up, it's not a bad idea to put some of that seed down and you overseed it onto an existing lawn. The existing lawn already will keep some of the weeds out and then the new grass has a chance to germinate and it just tends to uh, be a little more successful than it would be in a different season. Another question I get asked often is how do you keep weeds out of the lawn? So Two basic types of weeds, weeds that germinate year to year, those are called annual weeds, and weeds that are in your lawn more permanently, they're called perennial weeds, and something like a dandelion would be a great example of a perennial weed. So the dandelion has been sitting, if you had it in your lawn, it's been sitting all winter, it's about to start growing again, you'll get some flowers The seeds will emerge after the flower dies and the seeds will be dispersed and go into your lawn or someone else's and then it will set a plant. That plant lives through the winter. So in order to not have dandelions in your lawn, you have to either stop the seed from germinating or you have to get rid of that dandelion plant that's in your lawn. And you can do that with an herbicide, but that's a chemical and I'm not really a big fan of using chemicals. You can also try to dig it out, which works fairly well. You can also spot treat it with an organic herbicide, but that can also kill some of the grass around uh, the dandelion because these uh, organic herbicides are not really selective. In other words, they're not going to recognize the difference between the dandelion and your lawn. So if you do use them, you can often create a little brown spot. So that's not very uh, something that you really want to do. And the other thing is just to leave them. So dandelions in the lawn, 
what's the big deal? It's just some dandelions in your lawn. It's wide blade of leaves. Uh, they're kind of pretty. The bees love them. You could actually harvest the dandelion greens and find some recipes and eat them. So the other thing about lawns is to be a little bit tolerant of the fact that it doesn't necessarily have to look exactly like a picture on a bag that you find at a big box store because that's not really reality. And in order to achieve that, you have to do so much work and put down often a lot of chemicals and use a lot of water. So over the years, I've done a couple of things with my lawn. One of the things I've done is get rid of a lot of it. So I've created a lot of planting beds. And I still like lawn, don't get me wrong. And I still sometimes have to use things that are inorganic. I still have to, if I find an area of my lawn that is being overtaken by a weed that really is going to become problematic, I have to somehow get it out. Uh, and sometimes I use fertilizers which are not 100% organic, although I mostly am organic. So I try to do the best I can, but I don't want to sit here and say that I'm 100% organic because the reality is I'm not. I'm pretty close, but not 100%. So during the spring, again, getting back to you know what I would be doing with my lawn, if I see areas where there's a lot of thatch, that's sort of dead grass that's brown that doesn't seem to be coming back, I'll rake that up and that will help to get some air down into the root zone and perhaps some of the existing grass will thicken it up. So that's one thing that I do. I also might overseed if I have some areas which are rather thin, so that's not a bad thing to do. And the other thing I can do during the course of the spring is put down a pre-emergent. Now, there's two sort of thoughts about pre-emergence. One is you can go organic with the pre-emergent. Most of those uh, have a corn gluten base to them and they will stop the weed seeds from germinating. Remember, we talked about the fact that you have annual weed seeds and perennials. They're not going to do anything for the weeds that are already in your garden acting as a plant, but they will, that corn gluten will prevent the new weeds from germinating. So that's one thing that you can put down. And I recommend putting it down fairly early in the spring when the temperatures routinely are around 50 degrees or higher. That is when a lot of weeds will begin to germinate. And then I do it again in about three months. So the corn gluten is good for roughly 12 weeks or so. So I do it twice. You can put down a pre-emergent that is a chemical as well. And the advantage of that is that the corn gluten will not allow your grass to germinate. So if you're planting grass seed and you put a pre-emergent down and it's organic like corn gluten, it's also going to stop the grass seed from germinating. It doesn't really know the difference between a dandelion seed and a grass seed. However, there are products out there. And if you look at them, it says pre-emergent for new lawns. And that's the key because that type of pre-emergent, and it is a chemical, be aware of that. It's not organic, but it will allow the grass to germinate. So it will stop the weeds from germinating and allow the grass seed to germinate. And if you need to put a new lawn in in the spring and you've had a problem with weeds in the past, it's actually a really great idea to put that down. And that will help to allow the grass to germinate. It'll help to keep the weeds down and you'll end up probably having a thicker lawn because of it. In terms of watering, I do have irrigation at my house. It's not on at the present time. It probably won't need to be on for at least a month, perhaps two or even longer, depending on how much rain we get. I tend to stress my lawn out a little bit with watering. In other words, I water less because I want the roots to go deep, especially during the course of the spring. So in the spring, uh, your roots are kind of waking up. They're going deeper and deeper. And as the topsoil begins to dry out, 
the roots of your lawn are going to go down further in order to seek out moisture. If you start watering your lawn really early, that is going to discourage the roots from becoming strong. You're going to keep that top layer wet and your lawn will actually not be as healthy. So hold off until your lawn really needs water. It's generally in most of the northern part of the country, at least that gets regular rain, it's not going to be until sometime in late May or into June. And sometimes it can be even later, depending on our weather patterns across the air. If you're having adequate rain, there's no need to water your lawn. Most lawns want about three quarters of an inch to an inch of water per week. I tend to, when I am watering my lawn, give it water a couple of times a week, about a half an inch each time, rather than water every day just a little bit. And again, the reason for that is what I already talked about. You want those roots to go down deeply. And if you're watering every single day, a tenth or you know, 0.15 inches of water, then you're going to keep the top fairly moist, but you won't let the water go deeply. So I water a longer period of time and more infrequently. And that's what basically I'm doing in the spring. Now, I will also put down an early spring fertilizer this time of the year that will help to green up my lawn. I'm not somebody that puts down fertilizer consistently throughout the course of the year. I think that a good green up here in the spring, I use an organic product. You can look for something that's organic. It tends to be a slower releasing form of nitrogen and that will not get into the watershed as easily. So that's also a good thing. And it will help to create your thicker lawn here in early spring when lawns are uh, a little bit stressed out from the winter and they're beginning to kind of wake up. So I will do that as well. Uh, If you're not getting grass to grow in an area consistently, one of the things that I get asked often is, hey, I can't get grass to grow under my fill-in-the-blank pine tree, maple tree. What do I do? And, And it may be that you just don't have adequate soil, but it may be that you need to rethink what you're trying to do. If you're not getting grass to grow in an area, perhaps that area doesn't want to grow grass. It may be too dry. It may be too shady. And yes, there's shade forms of grass seed and they can germinate, but very often under a tree, the tree roots are taking so much moisture that the lawns tend to, you know, germinate for a few weeks and then they die off and then you end up right back to square one. So think about things you might want to put in those areas, perhaps a different ground cover, Uh, Lamiastrum comes to mind, for example, which would do fairly well in a relatively dry and relatively shady environment. So there are other things to look for uh, in terms of areas where you can't get grass to grow. In terms of types of grass, I also tend to mix up the types of seed that I put down in my lawn. So I like to have, in my lawn, I like to actually have a lot of different types of seed growing. And the reason for that is I find that it's better for disease. So if you have multiple types of grass seed, if there is a problem with a particular variety of grass, it won't kill your whole lawn. If you have sort of a monoculture of one type of grass seed, uh, it, it can look really great, but it can also be problematic. So I just have a lot of mixture of a lot of different types of grass seed. And yes, sometimes the grass will get a little higher in one spot than another, and it just isn't something that's really that important to me. So a few things that I'm thinking about here in early spring in terms of lawns, and just to recap, I think that spring is not the best time to start a new lawn. It's okay, it's the second best time, but fall is a lot better. Uh, You don't need to be watering uh, this time of the year generally, 
Uh, you have two types of weeds in your lawn, the annual ones, which you want to try to stop right now from germinating, and the perennial ones, which you have to either kill or remove. Those are the ones that are just consistently in your lawn year after year after year. Keep your lawn nice and thick. Uh, don't mow it till it gets to be three or four inches high. Uh, you know, I would not rush the mowing. I would really let it take off and really kind of thicken up here during the course of the spring. And the thicker lawn will also help prevent some of those weeds from coming in. So just a few tidbits about lawns here in early spring. And for this edition of Growing Wisdom, I'm Dave Epstein.